0: Hi, welcome to Bubba Mice's Jewish Folk Tales for Children and Everyone. I'm Jodi and I'm your host. Today we'll be hearing the story of The Buttered Toast, rewritten and performed for you by me, Jodi. There once was a Jewish village named Chelm. In Chelm lived the most thinking citizens that there ever were such residents each had a mind sharper than the end of a pencil and whenever should ever a problem arise that needed an answer well those smarty pants citizens had a solution for that too they had the council of 70 rabbis rabbis whose job was to think about thinking and come up with the perfect precise answer one fine spring day Svea was sitting down to his breakfast. He took his perfectly golden toasted toast and began to butter it. He felt his mouth water and his stomach grumble with excitement at such a delicious breakfast. And before he could do anything about it, out flew an enormous sneeze, accidentally knocking his perfectly buttered piece of toast right to the ground. Butter side down. He sadly picked up the toast, seeing the bits of hair and dirt stuck to the butter, and thought, There must be a logic to this. Why should a tragedy happen to me? I shall ask the council of rabbis, for they will know the answer. And off he walked to the big shul in the middle of town where the rabbinical council sat. Each rabbi sat on a wooden chair in front of a very long table. There were very big, thick, very old books stacked in front of each man, and each rabbi had a beard longer and grayer than the one sitting next to him. Solemn-faced, one rabbi inquired to Svee, "'Tell us, boy, what is your question?' Svee <laughs> lovingly recalled his perfect piece of toast. "'It was the color of a sandy beach!' tan and perfectly crisp. No burnt edges or anything. I time it to toast for exactly three minutes on either side, so I know it will be perfect. He went through, in detail, how he had painstakingly spread the butter right to the edges and was still so hungry. What could such a tragedy mean? The rabbis told Svee to return the next day, and then they would have figured out the meaning behind it all. And as Zvi began to walk away, the rabbis jumped right into their discussion. "'If the butter had a temperature between 65 and 67 degrees,' then Rabbi Hirsch began, "'then there must be special
1: precautions.'" Huh.
0: But if the man eating the toast?'
1: were sitting six inches from the table, the precautions would not have been needed, said Rabbi Benjamin. And what about the question of the flour? How much flour was used in the toast? Had the toast been buttered?
0: With a butter knife or a paring knife? And on and on the rabbis discussed well into the night. <laughs> the following morning, still hungry, now for both buttered toast and an answer, Svi arrived back at the synagogue. The scene had not really changed much from the previous day. All the rabbis sat in the same seats at the same table, but this time, each and every one of them had a gleam in his eye. Zvi Minkowski.
1: We, the Council of Elders, have pondered, your Shaila, your question. And, <coughs> after careful discussion, we have arrived at the answer.
0: The room got extremely quiet. No papers crumpled, no chairs scraped, even the birds outside stopped singing. It is decided
1: that in Helm, should a buttered piece of toast fall to the ground, it must always fall butter side down. Everyone nodded and stroked their
0: beards. Thank you for such a wise judgment, Svee said, and turned to walk away, already trying to figure out what else he might have at home for breakfast. Meanwhile, the people of Helm, as always, heard the rule and knew it to be true. When Shayna's fidgety baby knocked her buttered toast from her hands, the toast fell to the ground, butter side down, (sighs) as it has been decreed. Shayna said wisely, nodding her head. And when Raziel tripped on the mat in the kitchen and watched her slightly burnt after-school carb tumble from her plate onto the floor, she shrugged her shoulders and said, Of course, it must land butterside down. Life continued in Chelm just as it should, with every buttered crumb landing in the proper position face down on the floor. And then, three months later, Shmulek got hungry. He could think of nothing he wanted more than a whole wheat piece of toast with the crust cut off and dots of butter all over the top. He toasted the bread and cut off the crust and buttered that bread and then he reached to pour himself some chocolate milk bumping his plate right onto the ground. Ugh! "'Ah! Uh, apple bumperstein! steen uttered as he landed over to clean up the mess. But as he grasped the misfortunate snack, his fingers felt slimy and greasy and a tiny bit wet. "'Yuck!' Shmulek said, and without thinking wiped his hands on his shirt, leaving a faintly yellow greasy line on the front of his white shirt. Birds stopped singing again." The wind stopped blowing. The sun broke through the clouds. Shmuelik's toast had landed face up. What did this mean? He grabbed the toast and ran through the streets, grease-stained shirt shining in the sun as a sign of the abnormal, noteworthy event taking place. History was being made. He waved the exceptional miracle for all to see as he headed straight to the synagogue. Come back tomorrow, boy chick, and we will have an answer for you, the rabbis instructed, already beginning their discussions. And so the community waited and guessed and guessed and waited, each with his own idea for what this exception could mean. The world must be ending, cried Fridala. The earth must have started spinning backward, guessed Anshil. Maybe toast is no longer a permitted food, postulated Yonkel. Shmulek arrived at the shul early the next day, followed by every townsperson. He stepped into the crowded room, feeling very small and very alone. Boy, chick, come closer, whispered the tallest rabbi. Shmulek took three steps forward, feeling his legs start to shake. Is it true that yesterday,
1: Tet of Schwat, in the year 5779, that you dropped a piece of toast and it landed butter-side up? Yes, Shmuelik muttered. We, the Sanhedrin of Helm, have come to a decision on this
0: matter, continued the rabbi in a very matter-of-fact way.
1: Schmuthuk Rubinstein, son of Herschel Tuvia, you came to us with a small but humble piece of toast that had landed the wrong way upon this earth. What is the meaning, you ask? Everyone waited. What? could it mean? The meaning is very clear. It has been clear for thousands of years and will be forevermore. Shmulek, son of Herschel Tuvia, you have made the mistake of buttering the wrong side of the bread. Let this be a lesson to every creature known to the Almighty's world that never again shall toast
0: be buttered on the wrong side. All the rabbis and all the townspeople nodded at the spoken wisdom in the room. And from that day forward, every citizen of Helm was very careful to only butter the right side of the bread. The end. Hi, it's Jody again. Thanks so much for listening to Bubba Misa. If you did enjoy the podcast, please make sure to rate and review us on iTunes so that more people can find out about Bubba Misa. Also, if you'd like to help us continue producing this podcast, please go to patreon.com. That's P A T. R-E-O-N.com and search for Bubba Misa. There you can pledge your support financially. Thanks so much and have a great day.